I'm Chris Childs, and I'm the director and conductor of the Chris Childs Orchestra. Uh, when I'm not doing this, I, well, I spin a lot of plates. Uh, I play in Hello Ocho, I play in Fawn and a Pam Flute, um, I write on my own, and I work and just try and make money and hustle and get by. This is the first performance of the Chris Childs Orchestra, which is a brand new thing. Obviously, it's my orchestra. Technically, it's a chamber orchestra. It's premiering a piece that I started writing about two years ago, and I started writing it really just as an experimentation for me to see what it was like to write for multiple instruments. Um, I'd never written a score of music. I've never written that way. I'd only written for, you know, written in bands and then written um, marimba music. And three. And then just hold your note if you have a sustained note. We did the third movement of the piece back in November at Mammal Gallery. We did that and it was great and the reception was really good and people seemed to be very, very interested and then I mean, it was either the next day or uh, a couple days later, while I was working at the goat farm, I came in one morning and Anthony Harper came up to me and he had seen it and then he liked it so much he, was, he wanted to start talking about when I, we could do it again. I'm super thankful to have it in my life just because, you know, uh, it's the one project that I have that I am artistically in complete control of. I don't consider myself to be the kind of person that needs to be in control all the time, which is why I operate really well in groups like Fawn, which are very, very democratic in the way that we make artistic choices, and we, there's a lot of give and take with, with what we fight for and what we let go. But this is, I mean, this is all my music. This is, I make the final decision about what's in and what's out. The interesting thing about this project though and working with these, this group of people and uh, preparing for this show is that we have had a lot of conversation in rehearsals about uh, what might work best here. There's a lot of open dialogue about you know how we might play something here and you know like I said I ultimately have the say of well let's do it this way but I have made a lot of changes based off of some of the things that people have have suggested during the rehearsals. And that's very unique because when I was playing in orchestras and we were playing the classic pieces, you know, by Beethoven and Mahler and Debussy, you don't change that stuff. They, those are the masters. They wrote that stuff. And I, I don't know, I guess my approach is, you know, I believe in my music. I'm really confident about it emotionally and the content I really believe in. But I'm also very, like, I love working with these people. That's why I picked these people. I like their minds and I like the way they think. So if they have an idea about how to maybe shape something or articulate something, I'm very open to it. And I'm also learning a lot along the way with this process. You know, I'm classically trained as a performer and I can read music and all that stuff. I was in, you know, majored in music in, in college, but I didn't take any composition classes. So having their input is very helpful in that way, but also creatively, it's, we've made some uh, pretty interesting changes to the piece. The piece itself is very, very dramatic. It's very emotional. There are sudden changes that you wouldn't expect, and it will just, it'll shift at a moment's notice. And sort of a catalog of, of different stuff that I went through in the past two years. I mean, ranging from some of the best things I've gone through to, I mean, honestly, some of the worst stuff I've ever gone through. And the second movement is entirely written from a place of, I mean, not to sound totally emo, but it's uh, from a place of heartbreak from a relationship, a very short 
fast but intense relationship and then that person moved away and I was heartbroken and absolutely bereft. And um, all I knew, all I knew what to do was to uh, pour myself into it, so. It's definitely something I want to do again. You know, I've learned a lot through just this experience, so I'd love to have another shot at it and, and do it even better. I'd also love to write another piece of music knowing that doing this kind of thing is possible. I never really counted on it. I just, I had to write it or I couldn't go on. Uh, the event is on the rooftop of iDrum Art Gallery. We go on at 9.30, but the entire event for the Creative Loafing Best of Atlanta block party starts at 6 p.m. I'm Chris Childs, you're listening to The Cylinder, Goat Farm Art Center podcast.